Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, love, what's the story? Story, Rory. Got the shift off your man last night. You're legends. He's bleeding massive. Will we Will we go for one? <laughs> I'd murder a bag of hens. Will you meet me, me? Will you shift my friend? I will, yeah. Gobshite. Scarlet for your man for having you. Leave a bleed now. Would you ever cop yourself on? You're a terrible dose. Number one gobble. Why, holy God. Getting along, getting prospect. Look at your one. She's a face of well too toffee. She's some bure. Top of the morning to you. How are you getting on? What's the story? What's the crack? All that jazz. How are you? Nicola Barden here and this is Tis Yourself and Tis Myself. And I am here with episode four. I have the fourth episode coming out today. This is so exciting to me. The fact that you are listening. This is out there in the world. My own little project recorded on Zoom in my little bedroom is out there in the world. And it means so much every time I go on to Anchor and see the different stats and stuff going up. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, if you're listening for the first time, uh, do go back and have a little listen. My guest today is, well, she's a mix of things. You probably know her as a reality star. She is now a singer. And we got into the chats about that. Like, how does that go? Because, you know, I was quite honest with her. I said that if I hear that, I just kind of roll my eyes a little bit sometimes. Because you think, depending on the type of reality show, obviously not if it was a reality singing show. Um, she was on a dating show. And from that is launching a singing career. And normally you hear that and you go, Phew. but she does have the CV, as she will let us all know, and the criteria to build an amazing career. So I wanted to hear all about that, kind of talk about, is it a help or a hindrance, I suppose, to come from that reality show background? Do people take you seriously? And what is the reality experience like in comparison to the music experience? So a little bit about her. She is from Cork by... Yes, um, she's living in London. She is Nicole O'Brien and she was on Too Hot to Handle, which you probably remember, came out on Netflix around April last year. So we were just kind of all getting settled into uh, lockdown. It's still a novelty at the time. And we were all just binging everything that Netflix had. And this was out and it was a dating show basically where they all went in on the first night and everyone was kind of like, they knew it was a dating show. That's kind of all they knew. And they went in and they were told by this virtual assistant called Lena, Lana um, that you're not allowed to have any sexual contact for the four weeks that you're in there. So unlike Love Island, where they're ca- actively encouraging you to couple up and be in love and touch each other and kiss each other. This one, they were saying, actually, no, 
we don't want you to. We want you to fall in love the old fashioned way and not be smooching and all that. And every time somebody did anything, the prize fund went down. So originally it was 100 grand. By the end, it was 75 grand and then they got to split it. So, yeah, it was like a really big hit because everyone loves Love Island. And this was like the opposite of it. So you've got these gorgeous people walking around and uh, next thing you know, it's like, actually, don't touch each other. And I went, I was like, for an Irish person, that's probably great because you know what we're like. Everyone in the village will be talking about you. So you're probably delighted to be in there looking great and all, but not having to be, you know, kind of encouraged to be, <laughs> to be smooching on the screen and shifting and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, we caught up with Nicole about that. Talked about her single, her singing career and so much more. So I really hope you enjoy it. Um, we were both, we started off talking about hangovers because hangovers in lockdown and how different they are to real life. So go enjoy and I'll catch up with you at the end of the chat. Hi, Hi Nicola. Nicola. How, how are, are you? you? Good girl. How are you keeping? Good, good. That I'm a bit tired because I had a few beers yesterday and I'm so not oh, used girl. to I'm not used to drinking anymore, do you know what I mean? <laughs> what did you do for Paddy's Day? Just had a couple of drinks in the garden because it was so nice here and I was Oh like, my god, I saw it was unreal. Where are you based? Dublin. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah, so it was lovely out in the canal and everything, but like, <gasps> Jesus, it's where I was on a four-day render when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh my God. And I wouldn't mind, I was in bed at like half ten. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Do you know what? It's because like, I had a few drinks at the weekend, right? And then I woke up on Sunday and I was like, what is this hangover? I've only had about four drinks. Like, this is mad. It's because we're not drinking that much anymore. Yeah. And we can't, get, we can't remember what it was like, like when we used to actually have to <laughs> go and no. do things. And as Paddy said, you know, do the walk home and all that kind of stuff, get the taxi yeah. and all that kind of stuff. We're like... Get the chips and the kebab, like the curry cheese chips and all that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't know what to do with ourselves in a couple of months when things open up again. Stop. I know. Like, so in uh, about three weeks, there's the beer gardens and all them are opening up here in the UK and I'm like wow like I don't even know what to do because I'm like I'm, I'm scared I'm like wow that's gonna be like even going into big crowds now I'm not used yeah. to it you know what I mean so but looking forward to it though yeah oh, I'm so jealous of you guys like I know that initially it'll be very nerve-wracking like say the first time you go in you're going to be like why is he standing near me why are why I know are they, why are they close to me why is he talking to me and then it'll be a case of you go back to normal When's it, when's it opening up kind of over there? Is there anything said? No, nothing yet. They kind of, we have an announcement at the start of April, so we're waiting. Okay. Then. But I'd say it'll be probably July for us. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, like. Can you send me over a few vaccines, will you? <laughs> I will, girl. I'll send them in the post. Don't you worry. <laughs> One post will deliver that now to you. No worries. Can't wait. I'll just be like, how are you? The postman, I'm well by now. I'm like, hey, yeah, my only friend. <laughs> yeah, I know. The amount of deliveries. Oh my God. Oh, I know. We're all it's just actually, buying so much online. It's embarrassing. You kind of get embarrassed and then you forget what you've ordered. Like you're. Like, I know. Why I'm Amazon's you? number one customer, I'd say, at this stage. Like, I'm buying the most random shite on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things I've bought, and I'm like, why? Why did I, I, I have, had great intentions with stuff. You know, I'd buy things, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to make this now, and I'm going to be brilliant at this, and none of it happened. <laughs> I know, I got, like, a, some random spiralizer yesterday, right? Or two days ago, like, to spiralize all my food. Like, I haven't even opened it. <laughs> I, I just buy random shit. Like... <laughs> I bought there was a sale on morph makeup so I bought like loads of foundation oh. so it was really cheap it worked out because of 
you know, it was just before Brexit, I think. So yeah. they were trying to get, I know, European customers in or whatever. And I bought like four, four foundations. Have I opened even the box that they're in? <laughs> standard girl, standard for the lot of us. Listen, Amazing. thank you very much for uh, taking the time to talk to me this morning. I really appreciate of it. Of course. Amazing. I usually start off the podcast by asking how people know the person. So like, how do the general public know Nicole? So they know me from Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, um, which aired nearly a full year ago, which is mad. It was the 17th of April. What? So mad. That's so weird because I remember, like obviously when I watched it, I remember, but that, I've watched so much Netflix since. I'm like, my God, I can't believe that's a year. Like when did you actually like film that? Two years ago. So we filmed it in March. So this time two years ago, we finished filming on like the 28th of March, 2019. Wow. That must yeah. be like a lifetime ago for you, even for it to go a, a full year before it airs and then a full <clears throat> year now. Like, like that seem, must seem ages ago. Ages. Like to wait the full year for it to come out and everything. Oh my God. Like we're going back to the normal job and everything and having to wait. It was just, it was mad. Um, but yeah, looking back on it and like it came up on trending or something the other day on Netflix and I was like looking at the trailer and it's like oh my god I look so young <laughs> two years ago like mad mad the, the, how lockdown has changed us <laughs> exactly literally how um, did you get involved with that so I got scouted for it because um, I was meant to do Love Island and then yeah I got scouted for Netflix didn't know it was going to be Netflix until about two weeks going into it they just said some global streaming platform so yeah, and then the rest is history. That's mad that it, you were going to do Love Island and like the, obviously the shows are similar in one way, but then there's the op, the kind of the, the mentality Complete is the opposite. the opposite. Yeah, we don't want you to be doing anything on exactly. the show. So we and, thought it was going to be like Love Island. So we didn't actually, I swear down, we did not have a clue like what the premise of the show was. We just thought it was Love Island. Then when they told us, I was like, okay, my Irish mammy back home would be very feckin' delighted about this now. <laughs> that is so funny because, you know, like people, when I watch Love Island and there's ever an Irish person and I'm like, how can you go back home? How? I know, I know, I know. Everybody knows like, it already as it is and then suddenly you're going to be going home, over there and being like, well, I, I saw know. you on the telly now doing that. I know, literally, because like I'm from a small village so everyone talks about everything. Everyone knows each other's business. Um, so I was thinking, okay, thank God that we're not allowed to do anything on TV because, yeah, I wouldn't do anything anyway. Like, uh, you know, I went in there with the mentality, like, you know, be good. Um, yeah. So, it, yeah, but it worked out in my favor, 100%. And do you, now the show's over and, you know, you've seen <clears throat> the reaction of people and everything like that. Do you have any regrets looking back on everything? No, at the start, I was a bit disheartened because a few of my storylines got cut. So I was like, that's so annoying. But then the response that I got, oh my God, because they saw how I am. Like, I'm really chilled, like kind hearted. Like, I don't get involved in drama, really. Um, And so that came across, which what I was so happy about. And then getting the support from everyone. Like, I'll never forget, like, refreshing my page and then it coming up to, like, over 800,000 followers. And I was like, what? This is mad, mad. And, like, the love I got has just been absolutely amazing. 
because when I watched it, I remember even like the first episode and you guys were all around the like the fire and getting mm. to know each other and stuff. And there were people on it that were like just jumping on each other. This is before you guys find out, obviously. And they're like already like jumping on each other. And I was like, that Irish girl is not going to do that because, I know, you know, you, you know, the Irish like we don't yeah, do that. We don't do it. I was like, unless she's absolutely locked, she is not going to jump on your man, even if she's mad about him. <laughs> so true so true (laughs) absolutely amazing like it's so true it's just as Irish like we're just not like that so I sat there being like okay okay (laughs) I know like I literally was going oh there's no way there's no way she's gonna do it it's so funny we have this weird mentality where we're basically like even if I'm in love with him I'm going to play as hard not even play hard to get it's more like I'm so awkward I'm not gonna do it no do you know what that you just hit the nail on the head there because I remember like when I'm seeing guys right so Chloe is obviously my best friend and um, mm. who did the show with me she's like Nicole she'd be re-. so I'm like Chloe what do you think I, su- I should message back like is that okay she's like Nicole from reading your messages you act like you're not even phased by him like you don't care and I could be infatuated with the person and I'm like really I feel like I'm giving a lot here she's like no like yeah. what and I'm like it's an Irish thing hon. it is an Irish thing <laughs> no, completely we don't it's like it's nearly like we want them to wait the three days to text. Yeah. it's like why are we putting ourselves in this position amazing amazing I know it's literally just such an Irish thing hilarious like and what are the messages you're getting like after being on the show did you get loads of lads being like oh hey I think you're too hot to handle (laughs) oh that was the tagline everyone used I'm not even joking like on photos and everything people would be commenting that um, which was funny Um, yeah like a lot of messages but to be fair this year now I do not want a relationship I'm focusing on my career my music that is my main focus. Like I'm so driven in what I want to do. So it's so funny. Like when I was 16, 17, Mm. I wrote down on pieces of paper back home, what my 10 year plan was. And I was like, do a TV show to get a platform to do my music. And my mom found it recently and she sent me a photo of it. And she was like, how mad is that? And I just said, wow. Like the fact that I I'm doing it, like just, it makes me, so happy um because it's something that I've always wanted to do so I don't want a man blind in my vision I'm full steam ahead now girl <laughs> <laughs> and the, because of that because you don't want one you know there's going to be the, the love of your life is going to oh, be yeah. right in the corner because I'm you don't true. have time for it <laughs> exactly well how come that always happens I don't know because I'm here like, going I have loads of time therefore I have nobody texting me so if I suddenly had no time the love of my life is like, hey, Nicola. <laughs> I know. Like, why does it work like that? It's like the universe is trying to like steer us away. Yeah. It's like, oh. no, stop. I, when you mentioned your music there, in terms of um, being on a reality show and you were saying the platform, does it actually help or does it hinder in a way to kind of launch a music career? Like, do people kind of go, oh, you know, that's brilliant. I know her. Or are they going, oh, she's from mm. a reality show? Yeah. So I think, to be fair, Wes Nelson has paved the path quite yeah. well. So Wes is a, is a friend of mine and he's done it really strategically and he's given me advice on what to do. So I think because Netflix is not as reality-based as, let's say, if I did Love Island. So Netflix is more like an established platform, Mm -hmm. if that's kind of the right word. But so I think 
it, it can hinder it, but I have got, so last October, I met this person in music and he was like, oh, I can see that you sing. And like, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so passionate about it. Like, I really want to get into it. And he was like, okay, look, I trust in what you're saying. I've seen you sing on Instagram. Let's just have a meeting with a team that I have. So the team, um, so is like this guy, DJ Pivotal, who I've worked with on Irish Eyes with. And the whole team, are they've worked with Westlife, Jesse J, JLS, David Guetta. They've written the majority of Jesse J's songs with her um, and majority of Westlife stuff. Um, so when they said that in the studio, and they were like, we want to work with you. I was like, holy crap. I started bawling, crying when I got out of the studio to my mom on the phone. I was like, mom, you'll never guess what. <laughs> so I think I've got an amazing team um, who really believe in me and who want to angle me in the right direction and they know what they're doing. Um, so it can be hard trying to get out from reality to music, but you have to be very strategic in what you do, how you go about it, and they know what they're doing. Um, so my management and um, my music manager lord production are just absolutely amazing and guidance and everything and their connections so we've got uh, we've made a lot of tracks over the last few months and um, one of which is being released in a month's time and it's a proper summer banger like banger um, and then we've got other amazing global well-known artists featuring on a few tracks that we'll be releasing towards the summer. And um, they're huge, huge people. And the fact that I've gotten this opportunity to work with them is just amazing. Like due to NDAs, I can't disclose yet who they are, but like, yeah, I, I'm literally in a pinch me moment. Like I just can't believe it. Like I really can't. Like pre-Wes, if anybody had said, you know, coming off, let's say Love Island or any of those shows mm. and said, oh, I'm releasing a song. There are, and I don't mean it badly, but I probably would have rolled my eyes a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what? I would Can you saying, really sing like that kind of way? Exactly. You know? Exactly. And do you know what? I'm not afraid to say that I would have done the exact same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen a few people in reality try to do the music thing. And I'm just like years ago. And I was like, nah, would you cop on? Stop it. But yeah. now seeing how well went about it and how to do it and then me having the right team and then the fact that I am number one like that's just mad in my first song I was like (laughs) what is going on like you should have seen me like floods of tears floods of tears I couldn't believe my life I was like this is just mad um so yeah once you have the right people around you um and you know if you've got the talent and you know what you're doing like I've been into music since I was five years old. I've done thousands of competitions. Um, I've done X Factor when I was 16 and got, you know, quite far in that, but it was never shown on TV. But things like that kind of pave the way a little bit in terms of your experience. Like a lot of people think, oh, you know, that person from reality TV is just going into music, but like, are they really that musical? But if you have the background, and you've done it for a long time. Um, I studied musical theatre as well for about 10 years when I was younger or 11 years and dancing and all that. Like, so I've been big into it, big into it. It's nearly like when you meet people, you nearly want to tell them all those things or hand them a sheet with all your, like, I've done, I know. I've, I've been an extractor, I've studied this, just so they won't, so they won't have the opinion like that I was saying exactly. that I have had pre, you know, that. Yeah. But I think it's because, as you <clears> mentioned, <throat> other people did it nearly to stay relevant, whereas your mm. whole goal was to get into music. Yeah, that was always my goal. Like, 
always my goal. It's so funny, right? I'm going to regret saying this. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's two YouTube videos that you can find of me doing my X Factor audition when I'm 16. <laughs> mortifying, mortifying. Like my dad's going up with the camera, zooming into my face and I'm like, like singing some Adele song. So like I've always wanted this now, like always. So yeah, I literally just want to hand people CDs being like, look, see, I've done all yeah. this. Like, this has always been my goal. Um, but yeah, and I think it's it's trying to project that on social media and get away from like, I don't being like called an influencer or anything like that because that's not what I want to do. That's not my passion. I want to be an artist. Like I'm very creative in what I'm, I'm doing. Like even yesterday we were in the studio for about nine hours creating a song. And like just sitting there, right? And starting off with the beat and then creating a melody and creating the the lyrics to it and then recording it and see it coming together. Like that's something that brings me so much joy and something I love doing. I created a little music studio in my flat like um, about two months ago as well. So I'm always doing it. But yeah, I know what you mean. Some people are doing it to stay relevant. So I get where people get the, you know, the idea that oh reality star doing music like what um yeah. but and if I it's get, i get that you don't want to be an influencer because there's so many people going to reality shows like what you, like too hot to handle and obviously love island and they come out and they're just influencers yeah they're like i want to make a career out of my music exactly I don't want me in the influencer bracket because then suddenly everyone's like oh she's an influencer she's a model she's a singer yeah you know like and do you know what there's nothing wrong with like influencers and everything like People who adore that and that's their passion, that is amazing. But because I have so much to give with music, like I just really want to project that so yeah. much. So trying to um, kind of revamp my Instagram in terms of being an artist is what I'm doing now. Uploading stuff of me in the studio and writing songs and working with these amazing people. And, you know, that's that's something that I'm working on now. Did you find when you came out of um, or when Too Hot to Handle obviously aired that suddenly it would have been quite easy for you to be an influencer? Like, were you people bombarding yeah. you going, you know, we'll send you this, give a code and blah, blah, blah. Like, I imagine that it's nearly an automatic path for people in those it reality is. shows. It is. It is. Straight away, when the trailer come out, loads of brands contact you um, and then you get kind of wrapped up and you're like, oh, like, you know, I love fashion and I love beauty. And it's really fun. Like, I, I do love that aspect as well because I am into my fashion and beauty. Mm. Um, but trying to, you know, be an influencer and be in music, you can't really do both. Yeah. Um, I can dabble a little bit in the influencer world while doing music just by uploading, you know, an outfit pic or whatever. And, you know, when I'm on the way to, let's say, the studio, things like that. Mm. But it is, it's, it's kind of impossible to do both at the same time in order to be taken seriously music wise. Um, so, yeah, but it is, it's a guaranteed thing when you do a show that, you know, you're, you get all these brand deals and you get, which is amazing. Like, I'm so thankful. I've worked with some amazing, amazing brands, brands that I've always adored. And like this week, um, because we've hit number one, it's like amazing Irish brands have come through that haven't really come through yet. And I'm so thankful because these are huge brands. Um, that I've always loved. Um, so things are in talks with them um, to do different things that I wouldn't have really got the opportunity with if I was just doing the influencing. So, yeah. 
Yeah, because I see, I think young people see the stars go on these shows and then they see the, what, the, let's say the halls they get, with the, the initial uh. buzz that you guys would get when you first come out. So you get loads of people sending you stuff or whatever. And then it's a case of going, but if you want a career that's not an influencer, you have to kind of have a time limit on that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I think I've done the time now of this year, like the year kind of doing the influencing stuff and it's it's been great and as I said I will dabble in and out of it every so often but it'll be music is my main focus like that's something that I want I want people to take me seriously in it um and I have to project that as much as I can online to show that I'm writing nearly every day like I'm in the Mm -hmm. studio as much as I can because studios here are open in London um and I'm literally in there the the whole time I'm with my team um, and like it was mad the other day they were like um, okay so in the summer hopefully Borges will be open for LA we're going to go to Jesse J's house and we're going to do some music like with her I was like what? Oh my god I was like what is my life? Like how is this possible? <laughs> this is mad because I've been a fan of Jesse J since she did like her song what 10 years ago like Price Tag was one of her first ones you know mm. so I've always been a big fan of her so the fact that you know I'm getting all of these things thrown at me I want to project it online being like look I am so fucking serious about this shit yeah. like and I want you to know it <laughs> yeah you're like this is not just a phase this is something no, that I exactly. really want to show you exactly I, like obviously it's a very exciting time for you because your music is out there and that but at the same sense you've just hit number one and you can't celebrate with your family because they're at home and you're in London yeah, yeah. so um when I FaceTime my mom and my dad about 40 times a day, like I'm not even joking. Um, so like, and my mom, bless her. She was like, Nicole, I couldn't sleep the other night because all I was doing was texting all my friends and family about you and like how proud we are of you. And like, oh my God, and I've got the funniest video of my family all lined up and they're like, they've got a glass of champagne. They're like, well done, Nicole. And they've got a picture frame of my face in it. And they're like, oh, cheers to you. And they cheers the picture. I'm like, it looks like a memorial. It looks like I'm dead. Like, <laughs> In memory of Nicole. In memory of me. Like, it's so funny. Oh, bless them. That is so nice. They must be like, they're obviously so proud, but also they must oh. be just like, oh, I wish we could be there or she could be here. I know. Like, I won't be home. Last time I was home was for Christmas. Now, I was so lucky. I, I was like on one of the last flights that were able to get home for Christmas. Like, I count my lucky stars hmm. that I was able to get back because um, some of my friends weren't able to. But that was the last time that I've seen them, obviously. And then leaving, I knew that I wouldn't see them for months, which is, it's so tough. Yeah. Um, so the next time will probably be when I get the vaccine, which... I don't know when that will be, maybe hopefully in the summer. Um, but like before the COVID hit, like I was home once every six weeks, maybe. Because um, I am like, you know, really family orientated and I love going back home to Ireland. Like that's, I miss Ireland so much. And that's why I want to have my first song, like Irish Eyes and like related back to just something to do with Ireland and back home. Because um, I think it's so important to, you know, yeah be where your roots are and everything you know and the support from Ireland oh my god like I was showing so um I was showing Chloe um like all the messages and all that and the support I was getting and she couldn't get over it she said I can't believe 
Irish people are so lovely and supportive. I was like, girl, you actually have no idea. Like us Irish are the best. We yeah. are. <laughs> like whenever someone's doing well or anything, you know, everyone just hops on being like, yes, well done. I'll share it. Like, that's amazing. And yeah, so I, I can't get over. It. I'm so thankful and grateful. Well, we do have this thing where we want to see people do well um, as long as they don't have an ego about it, really. That's our thing. That's true. It? That's true. And to be fair, I don't like there's not that many Irish people that have huge egos in terms of like in the like, I mean, not necessarily in the influencer world, but like people who have a following. Yeah, I've met yeah. a few, but compared to other people across the globe we're yeah. very chilled about stuff do you know what I mean um, and I think that's why us Irish everyone loves us because we're just so chilled um, and we don't you know everyone gives us a compliment we're like oh just stop get away stop it <laughs> that's exactly just the Irish thing you see people I see like UK influencers or you know models or whatever that I'd be mm. following on Instagram and they'll do like a pose or a post and I'm like oh my God, an Irish person would not put that up because literally yeah, all yeah. their friends would be underneath it going, I'm scared. Rinsing them. Rinsing <laughs> them. Rinsing them. Yeah, 100%. I just think, um, you know, it's how we've been brought up though, isn't it? Like, yeah. our culture is, yeah, quite different. Even like when we get, as I said, the compliment, we're like, ah, stuff. You get embarrassed by it, like, don't you? Oh, yeah. You can't even say thank you. Do you know what I mean? Oh, because we can't accept it. We have to say yeah. We have to put ourselves down. If you, if I'm going to say something nice to you, you have to be like, no, no, no. This top is 26 years old. Yeah, yeah. A hole in the back. <laughs> literally, literally. Oh my god. Oh, so what is um, next for you then? So you've got a song coming out in a month. Um, obviously, Irish Eyes is doing really well mm-hmm. at the minute. You've got another one then following up from that. Mm-hmm. So the plan is to release one around every four weeks. So we've got loads coming. Um and just release absolute bangers people like I want people blaring this up in their car I want just people loving it so I'm not releasing any shitty thing (laughs) so we've worked really feckin hard um, to make sure that this is something that you know the songs will be loved by not just young people but like people up to 50 I don't care I want people to just love it all Um, so that's my plan release as much music as I can go to LA meet amazing people out there um, and just yeah sky's the limit like I'm very I'm into manifestation I was I was never into it until about six months ago seven months ago and um, now I truly believe in it because everything that I've manifested has actually come true positive vibes positive energy and you know fingers crossed it'll happen it's funny you mentioned that because <clears throat> I went through a phase last year of doing the positive thinking and the yeah. manifestation and I was only saying the other day I must get back into it because mm. it like it doesn't work instantly, let's say, but no. the positive <clears throat> writing down what you're grateful for and suddenly you kind of go, oh my God, like I'm actually doing quite well. Like I don't really yeah. have anything to be given out about. Exactly. Like even now it can be, so every night before I go to bed, I write like, you know, what I'm grateful for and what I did that day and stuff. And obviously because it's hard when you're stuck inside because you're not really yeah. doing that much. But then like, I ate again. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched a series on Netflix. <laughs> um, but like, even just like, um, you know, I'm grateful that I could write this song or I'm grateful that random, but I had a steak dinner, right? Something random. And you're like, do you know what? I could be living on the streets, not being able to have this nice dinner or do that. And, you know, like things that you would never think to be grateful for, you are. And then, yeah, you just, you feel better in yourself. You feel more confident and positive. And I think that's what attracts you know, the positive things your way. 
Yeah, no, it's really good. And we see it with so many people have said it right. That like there's a reason that a lot of people use it who are very successful. So mm-hmm. keep using it. And sure, where will we see you? We'll see you on stage with Beyonce or something now. Girl, the Grammys, the Grammys is next. All right. Manifested. OK, Grammys 2022. 2022. I'm on stage with Beyonce. Yes. Nicole, thank you so much for chatting to me this morning. I really Aww. appreciate it. Like I've just thank realized you. I've kept you for so long. So I'm part of don't worry. We're having the chats. Exactly, exactly. And you better invite me if you get to the Grammys and your Beyonce. I need an invite. Your front row. Your front row, Nicola, all right? <laughs> Listen, you go have a great day. Thank you yeah. so much. I really appreciate it. How lovely is Nicole? Honestly, I was like, I got off that call and I and the two of us were just laughing so much and I was just think she's such a sweetheart such a lovely person um i'm putting her on my best friends list along there beside adele lynch actually all my guests so far have been so quite sound like quite sound i've been very very lucky in the sense so far next week i'll be coming on going do you know who's a thundering bastard <laughs> my next guest no hopefully hopefully i won't be saying that um if you want to find nicole's music it's on you know itunes and spotify and all that her single irish eyes is up there now so help keep that in the top of the charts it was number one in the itunes charts last i checked in ireland anyway um so go on and have a look, listen see what you like follow and all the stuff if you don't already you can follow her on instagram nicole.ob if you are a fan of nicole's and you've only just discovered this podcast well thanks a million for coming along cheers to you slauncha uh, do go back and have a little listen we have three episodes i've three episodes done so far so previous to this one adele lynch from bewitched i've brendan lawler who is a disability golfer from ireland and his story is really motivational but also has a celeb twist as he has signed Nile Horn's golfing agency. And then Tom Grennan, the UK singer, he was my last guest before this one. So there's a singing theme so far. I should have got Brendan to sing a few tunes when he was on with me. That would have been a bit interesting. Um, but uh, if you like what you heard so far, do go on and leave me a review on iTunes. Uh, five stars, please. <laughs> and uh, if you're on Spotify, hit follow. Um, I've had two reviews so far and they were both great. And I actually was just so delighted. I was nearly crying. So thank you very much to the two people who did reviews so far. And last time I was here with you, I was chatting about where the listeners were coming in from. So we mentioned I mentioned that, you know, Ireland is obviously um, the top listening. 75% of people that listen come from Ireland. Then it's the UK. Then Australia. So hi to my Aussie mates there. Um, I'm assuming it's my own friends who live in Australia um, who are listening in. But if you just found it or you're an expat and whatever, message me on Instagram and make me so jealous because I miss my miss my country. I lived there for two years and I miss it all the time. Get me back to Darling Harbour. Get me back. Um, the US. Uh, so I was laughing about this last time. We've got Texas, New Jersey and New York uh, listening in. Absolutely loving that. Send you green cards. I mean, uh, comments my way. <laughs> Um, so we have a couple of new countries, I think. We didn't have Bulgaria as far as I know the last time. So hello to Bulgaria. Uh, Canada. I'm thinking that's my friend Sarah. Welcome. Um, Russia, Netherlands, Denmark, Portugal. Thank you so much. I just look delighted. Delighted every time I see um country adding on and I'm so delighted that we finally got up on Apple Podcasts after taking so long because it's now accounting for 20% of my listens so that is absolutely brilliant um thank you to everybody and I have to say thank you to everybody who's listening it seems to be it's 75% female 
um, mainly between 35 and 44, according to Spotify anyway. But do feel free to share on your socials and stuff like that. Um, According to Spotify, I haven't had anyone listen between 18 and 22. And that is a market I need to tap into. So <laughs> do share it on your socials. Please hit follow. Please review. And as I said, go and follow Nicole. Follow me on Instagram, Tis Yourself. Or send me an email with at welltisyourself at gmail.com. And if you hear, if you have an Irish phrase saying word, whatever, that you haven't heard in our intro or outro, send it to me. Send me a voice note and I promise you will hear it on an upcoming episode. Listen, go on, good luck and have a great time. Great weekend. Look after yourselves. Slauncher. Sure luck. Isn't that it? Don't be a way to your back, sir. Keep her lit. Yeah. Bye, 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 bye. Bye 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 bye